Dialogue with Technician. I'm Luke Perrin, and on today's episode, we sat down with Paul Fitz, Republican nominee for the mayor of Raleigh, and the third part on our series on all of the candidates running for mayor. And here is my interview with Mr. Fitz. Uh, I'm uh, born born here from Raleigh, North Carolina. I was born in Old Rex Hospital. Uh, I grew up in a small area called Wake Crossroads, which is uh, just a little north of town. I went to a high school, uh, East Wake High School, located near Wendell. Uh, I have been a lifelong Wake County resident. Um, last 18 years of my life, I have been a mortgage lender. So I've helped people uh, purchase homes, give them a little part of the American dream. Uh, recently married two years ago. Uh, for the first time in my at 46, I was like, ah, you better make a decision <laughs> now, right? Um, and uh, I love the city of Raleigh. I've been a Raleigh resident uh, since 1990, um, but I've been a lifelong Wake County resident. So what would you say is the most pressing issue to the city of Raleigh right now? Well, to me, it's the debt. And it's funny that uh, as a mortgage lender, I put people in debt for a living. Uh, But uh, the city of Raleigh currently has $2 billion of debt. And this is an issue. Uh, How it it really raised its head recently was uh, the police and and firefighters were asking for a raise. Well, they finally got a raise. But in turn, they had to have their comp time cut to cover it. Now, that's not a blunder. It's a systematic problem. It's a symptom of the, of the problem. And when you have $2 billion of debt, you have to actually start really tightening your budget. Now, uh, if you look at how the, the budget, if you look at the budget in a pie chart, uh, the pie chart will tell you that 20% of the budget is uh, debt servicing. The other 20% of the budget is public safety. Now, uh, public safety is your mortgage in every single budget, in every single city in the United States, everybody spends more money on public safety than they do on anything else. That is their mortgage. But in this case, our credit card debt is our is our debt servicing. This is what we've spent on roundabouts, on Dick's Park and other things. And to tell you the truth, when your debt servicing is the same as your mortgage or your credit card payment is the same as your mortgage payment, and you're effectually paying two um, two mortgages on the same house. If you don't get that debt under control, uh, it will be a monster later on. And there have been uh, municipalities, uh, Jefferson County, Alabama, Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, Detroit, Michigan, have all filed for bankruptcy, and all of them had a AAA bond rating at one time. You know, my opponents are going to talk about the AAA bond rating, but I'll be honest with you, a AAA bond rating is the same as having a 680 credit score. It just means you're paying your bills on time. It doesn't mean you're paying your debt down. Would you say that's the issue that inspired you to run for mayor? It is the issue that inspired me to run for mayor. <laughs> Sorry. I, uh, and again, being a, a debt professional, uh, yeah, I, I talked about the debt six, six years ago when I ran for uh, city council at large. Uh, and at that time, it was just a paltry $1.4 billion dollars. And in the six years, we've seemed to have effectively lost $100 million every year. Um, I know that the city is paying down some in principle, but if you if you look at the budget, we spend uh, $8 million a month in interest payments for debt servicing. And that's that's a lot of money every year. So who would you say would be your biggest inspiration, either in politics or in life in general, if you had to choose one? Oh, God. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I can't, can I give a tie? Absolutely. Okay. Then I'm the tie goes to my parents. (laughs) Um, I mean, politically I have a lot of heroes that I've always uh, liked and emulated, but my parents, um, 
my father was a self-employed businessman, uh, refrigeration guy. He would get up seven o'clock, you know, leave the house seven o'clock in the morning, come back at at the house ten o'clock at night, and he worked all day long, and he was doing it for for us. My mom, um, she was a, a tech, quote unquote stay at home mom. But uh, truthfully, she didn't stay at home. She volunteered at the Library for the Blind here in Raleigh. She would uh, volunteer to be at our schools. She would substitute teach at the schools. Um, but my parents were were uh, were everything to me. And you know, my mom passed away about twelve years ago. And uh, my parents, you know, married forty years until my mom passed away. Uh, I still I still want to pick up the phone every now and then and call mom. And say, guess what? I'm running for mayor. But, <laughs> but you know, it, it's a little hard. But uh, uh, still, my parents definitely my my inspiration in my life. Mm-hmm. So, what specific uh, initiatives um, do you have planned, or would you plan specifically for college students and even NC State students in general? Just for voting purposes, or what would I tell them about what to prepare for in their life, or what would I both? both? Well, for voting purposes, you know, if you're not registered to vote, I would recommend every single one of them to go register, or at least uh, consider voting, and at least consider all the candidates. Uh, but as far as, uh, life is concerned, you know, don't, don't take this life for granted. You guys are young. Um, being old comes up on you very quickly. (laughs) Uh, of course I joke to everybody, I'm 48. Uh, I joke with people and I'll say it's not the age, it's the mileage, but really it's both. Um, but as far as being, you know, uh, active citizens, uh, the city of Raleigh pays attention to a lot of wants and not needs. And uh, we have 80 people coming here every day. Um, our infrastructure is being taxed. And what I mean by that is, is that our water lines are starting to burst. Our sewer lines are starting to burst. Our roads need work. Uh, the infrastructure that we have is very key to, to our commerce. And again, you know, it's nice to have wants, but if you can't pay for those wants, uh, a city that gets deeper in debt is not going to eventually just have no debt. The debt just gets deeper when we have to focus on these things. Now, um, the reason why my family came to Raleigh, my my grandfather was on the uh, contracting team that helped build Reynolds Coliseum. So, uh, yeah, I've been a PAC fan since, you know, yay high. <laughs> um, if I had any specific plans for, for NC State, I – I see NC State as an unappreciated partner in the Raleigh area. Uh, uh, State is one of our biggest employers. Uh, It brings a lot of commerce to the area, and I promise you that the city of Raleigh, downtown on Harger Street, they don't pay attention to NC State. Um, If I had a wish list for here, I would would love to see NC State be the first college team in America to have a Thanksgiving Day game every year. I I know it's, it's, you know, a wish list, uh, I would like to see NC State. Ha- I'd like to see Carter Finley have a bowl game because I feel like Carter Finley is completely, <laughs> com- completely underutilized. Um, and wouldn't it be nice if if uh, State could call on the mayor of the city and say, "Hey, we got a five star recruit. Why don't you give him a call and say, yeah, it'd be great if you came here and became a citizen of our town and and played you know basketball or football for us." I, I, the coaches called me and said, "Hey, talk to this kid. No problem." You know, I, I think the more that we do for our NC State partners, uh, the better it is for the entire city. I know that might sound like pandering, but it's truthfully, <laughs> I swear to God, truthfully, is, this is stuff that I've had on my mind for years. So, so you mentioned sports, so I'll segue into that go just ahead, a little yeah, bit. Go ahead, go ahead. So I was wondering what your thoughts are on the proposed MLS stadium going, not going in downtown, but the proposed um, 
there's a possibility that the stadium might go in downtown. I think downtown is a bad idea in general, and I'll tell you why. The infrastructure can't handle it. We're talking about uh, realigning streets. Uh, where they currently have a design, you, you're, you're talking about just off Salisbury Street, so you're going to have to redesign Peace Street. You're going to have to redesign Salisbury, McDowell, uh, Dawson Street. It, it's truthfully too much for downtown. And uh, uh, I joked with a couple of the other candidates, uh, Rob Ward, who's running for at-large, and Alex Moore, who's running in District A. So we went to Carter-Finley, and we decided to take tape measures, and we talked about the – I know, we went this far to do this. We uh, decided that if if it was possible for the MLS to come here, instead of making a $150 million investment downtown, why not make a $35, $40 million investment in Carter-Finley and build a retractable stadium or stands in that first 10 rows on the east side of the stadium or 15 rows on the east side of the stadium? Uh, if you do that, then you have a soccer stadium that doesn't hold 22,000. You have a soccer stadium that holds 50,000 people. Um, and it creates better access in and out uh, for uh, traffic purposes. You've also, you can also attract people from Durham and Cary and other areas to come watch the games as well. I, I, I'm not, I didn't grow up a soccer fan, but I'm also a logistics guy. I'm a numbers guy. And if I think that the MLS wants to work with us and show us that we can put uh, 20,000, 40,000 people in Carter family, then sure, we could, we could put 20,000 people downtown. Um, the numbers on the Railhawks, though, uh, and I know Railhawks is not MLS. I get that. But numbers on Railhawks, they have like a 14,000-person stadium, and they only— Is it Wake Med, I think? Yeah, Wake yeah, Med Wake Soccer Med, Park. Yeah. yeah. And they, I think they maybe sell out maybe 4,500, 4,800 tickets a game. So, yeah, I, I'm not disparaging the sport. I just—I would like to see— proof that it's really going to sell. And then I say, yeah, it makes sense to put it downtown at that point. But in the meantime, I'm, I'm quid pro quo, you know, show me something. We'll show you something. If they're willing to give us the franchise and they want to work with us and again, expand Carter Finley, uh, you know, do some work on Carter Finley to make that stadium uh, more soccer friendly than uh, time would tell. Uh, I will tell you that um, I feel like Carter Finley is underutilized. Um, we only use it for eight home games a year. Um, and if there's a way to to integrate a soccer uh, schedule at the same time, I think it would be more beneficial again uh, to NC State. Uh, and again, that sounds like pandering, <laughs> but I, I logistically, it, it works better. So you are a Raleigh native. Um, yes, sir. What yeah. would you say is your favorite thing about Raleigh? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> NC State? Um, no. I, 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 wow. Man, that's I never expected that question. So uh, give you a hardball. No, no, no. Okay, so with uh, with with um, with that, I would say because of Raleigh, I met the love of my life, uh, my wife, uh, and we married two years ago. We've actually been friends for about twenty four years. Um, but uh, her dad was a IBMer who moved uh, from uh, Woodstock, New York, and. Uh, since uh, they moved to Raleigh, I would say that my favorite thing is uh, because of because they moved, I now have my wife. Uh, but truthfully, um, everything about Raleigh I've always found appealing. I've traveled in uh, forty nine states. I haven't been to Alaska yet, and I've been on three different continents. And I wouldn't I wouldn't live anywhere else. Um, I don't want to say I, I'm not cutting the umbilical cord, but I just love it that much. So Raleigh is a more progressive city. Um, yeah, oh, Raleigh yeah. by 
statistics, Raleigh is one third um, Democrat, one third independent, one third Republican. Um, but it leans more progressive or more blue than purple, even. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, how do you think that you will be able to win as a Republican running in a more progressive city? Targeted. I'm going after every single uh, Republican vote that I can. Um, I'm hoping that unaffiliated people can hear what I'm talking about as far as the debt's concerned. Uh, there's a reason why the police back my campaign over a current sitting mayor. Uh, it's because I actually read the budget and I can I can tell what's going on with the numbers. Um, uh, it's more difficult uh, for me to run as a Republican in this city, and I get that. Uh, I'm not I'm not taking it for granted, but uh, I I do enjoy the fact that uh, that Nancy and Charles are beating each other up a little bit. And it, I think that's helping my end. I, I think at the end of the day, there'll be a runoff between myself and Charles uh, after October 10th. So I'm sure you've seen, um, as a big sports fan, you probably saw um, the subsequent protests oh, yeah. during the national anthem oh, yeah. um, in yesterday's game. Um, and I assume that they're going to continue in subsequent games. So I was just curious on to your thoughts more broadly about the topic. First of all, I love my country. I love the flag. I stand every single time. I put my hand on my heart, and I'm singing. And it, it might be bad, but I'm still singing um, because my voice stinks. Uh, I understand why the players are protesting. I get that they're protesting about social injustice. Um, I have a hard time swallowing a pill from a bunch of athletes who make millions of dollars that they don't even police themselves, and they want to police the police. And so what I mean by this is if you look at the statistics in the NFL, how many arrests occur every year in the NFL, what are the problems in the NFL? I mean, some of these guys don't pay their taxes. Some of these guys have paternity cases out on them for years and years and years. Uh, drug use. And obviously you've seen murder, but also uh, abuse of women, uh, you know, beating, raping women. Uh, you can go down the list. So I have a hard time if somebody's going to tell me that they want better responsibility from other people when they're not leading by that example. Uh, I, I know that my, my stance on this might not be popular, but uh, I'm a lead by example kind of guy. If you're not that shining example, you live your life perfectly, then, then you might have a stone to throw. But uh, the NFL players, man, that uh, it's tough to find a good one in the bunch. And I'm, I'm an NFL fan. I, I love watching the sport, but, you know, I don't think these guys are able to dictate morality to me or anybody else. I think they should. This is their chance. I mean, honestly, uh, when the uh, when the anthem comes on, this is their chance to stand with us as fans. Because every time the anthem comes on, and I'm in that stand, man. I'm hand on my heart. I'm ready, ready to sing. And I think they should they should stand with us versus you know taking that knee. It may not, like I said, it may not be a popular opinion, but that's how I feel about it. So. Who's your favorite NFL team? I'm a Steelers fan. Steelers fan? My whole yeah. life. Yeah. Uh, got a, uh, a great uncle. My grandfather who brought us here, his brother, mm -hmm. has a car dealership in Newcastle, Pennsylvania. And uh, we've been Steelers fans ever since I could uh, ever since I could breathe. So I got you. Alejandro uh, Villanueva is Villanueva. my, new, my new, mm -hmm. new favorite player. So an issue right now on the minds of voters, not only in Raleigh, um, but just citizens across the United States is the issue of monuments towards the Confederacy um, in the Civil War. So I was wondering what your thoughts are about those particular monuments, because we do have three downtown um, yeah. on state property grounds. Yep. Um, just wondering your thoughts on the topic. 
But see, to me, it, it goes deeper than that. Uh, there's, there's, t- there's, it's really two issues. Uh, number one, I was told uh, back in 1987, well before you were born, uh, that there was artwork at that time, and the artwork was called Piss Christ. An artist had urinated in a jar, put colored gels around it, and put a crucifix in it, and then took pictures of it and claimed it to be art. And why would I bring up art during this? Uh, the majority of these statues that have been put up were commissioned by artists. I've always told, been told my entire life by those who want to protect art and defend art for whatever form it is, is that we should not try to do anything horrific to art because art is supposed to be an expression of who we are at whatever period of time. Now, some of these statues might not be beautiful by an, by an artist's standpoint, but you, you have to go further. Does that mean we have to completely deface Stone Mountain, Georgia, which is a complete artwork on the side of a mountain? And I've been there as a child. I thought it was wonderful. I mean, I didn't really understand what it, the implications or what it meant at the time. But I could say the same thing for any statue that we have. I mean, it was commissioned by an artist. You know, we should probably take care of it. Now, if the city ever voted and said, hey, we're going to vote to take some of these statues down, then I think that's the way we should do it. Um, I don't believe any protester has the right to destroy property. Uh, I don't care what purpose or what they say the reason is. Uh, I think if it's going to be done, it needs to be done in a civilized manner. Now, you can further that to anybody, not just Civil War monuments, but you can start to say, well, that means any slaveholder. So that, that means George Washington or Thomas Jefferson so then should we have a Washington Monument? Should we have a Jefferson Memorial? Should we have a Mount Rushmore? Should we re- rename Washington, D.C.? Now, uh, the city of Raleigh is named after Sir Walter Raleigh. Sir Walter Raleigh took Native Americans back to England in bondage. And in doing so, would we say that's horrific, and now we have to change the name of the city and take down Sir Walter Raleigh statues? You can get really deep on this. Uh Martin Luther King uh, Jr. said things that would be disparaging to people in the homosexual community now to this day. LGBTers might say, oh, no, we don't like the stuff that Martin Luther King Jr. said. We should take down that statue. I, I, I think the more people try to find reasons to be offended by things, they're going to find their reasons and then they'll, they'll be upset about it. Um, I really think everybody needs to take a breath and calm down and not be heated at at these, uh, these statues of these monuments. Because uh, here in the city of Raleigh, I've spoken to a lot of police officers, and they're not letting anybody touch anything. Um, they, they said that they will defend them any way they can. And I think if we are going to remove anything, it should be done in a civil manner and let the cities decide on what they're going to do. So my final question for oh, you. Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. In one sentence. Oh, God. Why should someone vote for you? Uh, I, I bring leadership to the table and I also believe that my ability to read a budget and understand numbers better than the other candidates, uh, will help me be a a more effective mayor. Um, I think that's the best sentence I can give you about that. Fantastic. Mr. Fitz, thank you for coming on. Um, it's been a pleasure. My pleasure, Luke. Thanks.